Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I am your podcast host, Amanda Farmer, and my guest today is Catherine Leeser, the current president of Strata Communities Association, WA. Catherine has been a member of SCA since 2014. In 2015, she was elected as a director of SCA New South Wales, resigning only in her second term upon relocating to Perth in 2019. She was appointed to SCAWA board in 2019 and elected as president in 2020. Catherine's passion for the industry and high energy has led her to write numerous case studies, articles, and present at education seminars, as well as represent the strata sector in various government forums. Catherine has owned in 15 apartment buildings so far, As an owner, the projects she's been involved with range from exterior defects remediation to interior lobby upgrades, lift replacement, retrofitting efficient lighting, fire safety upgrades, installing solar and monitoring waste and recycling initiatives, green roofs, community get-togethers, cost reductions and contract reviews. In 2020, Catherine was elected as a councillor at the City of Perth. In this chat, Catherine and I discuss the reason for her move from New South Wales to WA, what she finds different between the states on opposite sides of our vast country, and how SCAWA is beginning to prioritise the needs of strata owners, including its wish list for the upcoming state election. Let's head right on over to my chat with Catherine Leeser. Catherine Leeser, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amanda. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here with me today. Now, Catherine, you are the current president of Strata Community Association, what we call SCA, in Western Australia in particular. Now, I know you are not a Strata manager or a Strata lawyer, (laughs) as our SCA presidents so often are. Can you share a little bit about your background in Strata? Of course. It is interesting that I... I'm not from one of the professions that, you know, makes their money from strata. I just happen to be a very interested owner. So I got interested when I was living in New South Wales and I was renovating apartments. And, of course, when you're renovating apartments, you get interested, well, I did anyway, got interested in how buildings run and um, also upgrading buildings and all of that kind of stuff. And it just naturally led me to find SCA in New South Wales. So I became a member as soon as I found out about them. They gave me heaps of knowledge and a wealth of information. And then I joined what they call the owner's chapter over there. And then the next thing happened, I was elected to the board in New South Wales, which is very exciting. Fast forward a few years and I moved back to Perth and I'm from Perth originally. And I come here and I, of course, look up SCA in WA, I get involved there, I get invited to be on the board and um, they don't have an owner's chapter here yet in WA, but I'm still able to uh, impart some knowledge from, uh, let's call it a resident experience 
And then last year I was lucky enough to be elected president. Yes, congratulations. And are you looking at introducing an owner's chapter? Is that uh, part of your mandate as president? There is a strategic review going on right now, SCA nationally and, of course, SCA in all the states, and that is one of the items that is on the table. So we shall see. You know, Strata here in WA is a lot smaller than in New South Wales. There's only about something like 50,000 strata schemes. We call them schemes here. So it's a smaller industry and it's not as well known. So we've got about uh, 7 to 8% of housing stock in WA, which is what we call strata. And those figures came from the Strata Insights report last year. And it's interesting that it's not, you don't walk around the place and meet people who've lived in apartments. And it's not a common kind of conversation like it was in New South Wales when I was living there. So we've got a long way to go. <laughs> but yes, we are looking at how we can get owners educated and owners interested in running their own buildings. Mm, excellent. I think it's very much needed over there in WA. I'm in New South Wales, as most listeners will know, but I am regularly approached by listeners in WA who say, Amanda, who was you in WA? Or where do I go to get this level of information that you give so well in New South Wales over in WA? What's the owner advocate, the owner resource? I did see an article recently. Well, at the time this is going to air, I think you guys are heading to a state election this week. Weekend. And I did see an article recently that SCA had a bit of a wish list when it came to um, that election and some things you wanted on the agenda for government and whoever they may end up being. Are you able to talk to that a bit? My memory is it had to do with some owner education. Uh, yes, of course. So, you know, when we're out talking to people in uh, positions of power or being elected member, I'm lucky enough to be an elected member myself. I'm on the City of Perth Council now. And uh, having these conversations about strata living, it is often the first time <laughs> that, that these uh, elected people have had this conversation. So we are out there now doing the work to, A, introduce elected members to or potential elected members to strata. And we have a wish list, as you said, and it's three priorities that we've developed uh, with the help of the board and the committee structure that we have here. And um, the number one thing that we're asking for is we're asking for a Strata consumer helpline. So it may interest you to know that we don't have such a thing as um, fair trading to call up or I think it's called other things in other states. So the best that you can do here for information is you can go to a website, at Langate website, and have a look at their Strata information. But there's no one really to ask complex questions of. So sometimes... Landgate will say, well, if it's not on my you know, website, we can't help you. They might refer them to SCA, and we often have people coming to us asking us complex questions. But as you know, SCA is a member organisation, so we can't help the general public. We can only help members. Even if we can help them, often it's so complex that they need to go to legal advice because there's nowhere else for them to go. So we are calling on the new government, when it is elected, to help establish a strata helpline. Now, if they don't want to run it, we're happy to run it, but we need to get the money <laughs> to do that. But it's not that different to the tenants helpline. We have a tenants helpline here. I imagine all states have a tenants helpline, that kind of idea. So that's what that's the first thing that we're asking for. Mm. The second priority we're asking for is we are asking for better licensing of certain trades, especially 
concrete pouring trades and waterproofing trades. So currently these trades are not licensed and you're not too sure the application <laughs> of such things. So we're calling on the government for that in the regulation space. And thirdly, we are, and this is a conversation around Australia, talking about insurance. And we have, in WA is a big state, as you know, and the northern part of WA, it's getting increasingly hard to get insurance. And if you can get it, the costs can be very expensive. Mm. And that, there's a case here at the moment, a case up north, where the building is worth something like $5 million and the insurance premium quoted was a million dollars. What? Per year. <laughs> and the funny thing about that, of course, is the law says here, as a strata company, you must insure your buildings, which in any other circumstance would be very sensible. But when you're facing a million dollar per year <laughs> premium, it would seem that self-insurance would be a sensible option. There's an ACCC inquiry going on and we're asking for a broad look at legislation. But one thing that can be done very quickly and fairly easily is if stamp duties were removed off insurance premiums. So, you know, when, when um, GST came in, you're probably old enough to remember, Amanda, I certainly am, <laughs> that when GST came in, there was a promise that all stamp duties would be removed. And they haven't. And strata companies here are still paying stamp duty on their premiums. Yes, those are indeed big issues and I am sure our WA listeners will be comforted by the fact that SCA is taking a position on those and getting a seat at the table with government to make some change. How much of that do you feel, Catherine, you have brought over perhaps from your New South Wales experience and as an owner in particular, uh, having very successfully, uh, I know, lived in and invested in strata over here? Uh, have you come across the WA with that experience, with these ideas and started whipping everybody into shape? Is that how you see it? Or have these ideas and plans been on the agenda for a while over there? These ideas and plans have been on the agenda for a while. It's just that now as the president, because I'm not distracted by having, uh, let's say, a day job, <laughs> I, uh, have, I have, find, have a lot of time to focus on it. So I'm happy to take the meetings, I'm happy to go out, happy to be on radio, happy to do interviews, all, that, all those kinds of things, whereas it's very hard when you, when you are working in Strata, as you know, Amanda, to be a, as you're a lawyer or if you're a Strata manager, Finding the time to also do a very full-time job as your second job is hard. Mm, absolutely. And are you investing in strata companies over there in your capacity as an owner, Catherine? Have you um, chosen a few developments there to get excited about? I am a little bit excited. So I have bought and renovated and sold a strata apartment here so far, and then I've just bought my second one. And I... That second one that I've just purchased is currently tenanted, so I have, I've actually moved into another strata company <laughs> as a tenant myself. So, it, so far my experience has been, uh, will be three buildings, and it's, there's a, so much common, you know, like I can look at the financials for any building, and it makes no difference whether it's New South Wales or WA, they look, the financials yep. look the same, <laughs> right? So that's, that's interesting. What is very different here, though, is the regulatory environment that we exist in, so, um, you know, if I was comparing it, when I first came over uh, a few years ago, New South Wales was, compared to WA, highly regulated, and WA was very low-touch regulation. And combine that with 
not many strata companies and not many strata matters around, you didn't also have a good body of case law or what we call SAT, which is NCAT over there, but SAT here, the tribunal, uh, matters to inform decision-making. Last year, the new laws, the updated laws, so they were 1985 strata laws. They've been updated uh, last year, and that all came into effect on the 1st of May, and that was the first time in 30-odd years that, that, the, um, mm. that the laws have been changed. It hasn't helped us yet, uh, but it helps us in as much as there's, there is, it's a baby step towards legislation and there's some good things. And in fact, there's a couple of things that are a bit better than New South Wales legislation, in my opinion. But what is good is that you've got now more matters going through and more case law about to come within, in the new regulatory environment, which will start informing everybody's decision making. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a mm. very interesting one. Having a comparison between New South Wales and WA there's not one that's better. There's just, I would say here, it's less mature than New South Wales. Yes. Well, new legislation, indeed, we had that, that experience in New South Wales in 2016 when our new legislation came in. Mm. It does drive a lot of change. It does drive a lot of improvements. And we are still some five years later seeing some very helpful, interesting cases come through our tribunal clarifying what our legislation means. So I think it's exciting, it's it's pleasing to see WA going through that process as well and uh, improving, getting more knowledge out there along the way. Now, I do have to... Uh, Dig deeper on your comment there, Catherine, that you think there's a couple of things in the WA legislation that are better than in New South Wales. Can you fill us in on those? thought I would sneak that one past you. <laughs> um, one of the really good things here is that there's a statement. When you buy into Strata now, there's a statement that you have to sign. So there's a disclosure document that is given to you as a buyer from the seller, which includes all of the Strata fees and all of the... Um, information you would expect to get, AGMs and so on. Mm -hmm. And there's a statement which prospective buyers need to read and sign and it basically says, and I'm paraphrasing, that you understand that you are responsible for the common property as well as your unit and there are some things you can and can't do based on the law. Uh, so that's a good thing to have, that owners, as they buy in, understand a little bit. Now, you know, whether they actually read that is another thing, but they all sign that they've read it. So this is good. <laughs> Great. Yes, that information uh, at the point of purchase has for so many years in most jurisdictions been missing. I'm very interested to see how that's put into effect in WA and how that helps people down the line, helps strata managers in particular work with new owners, perhaps a greater understanding of what they're getting into, which is good. And the other thing that changed in the laws was about pets. And I know that's so topical because I keep seeing all the cases going on in, in New South Wales. But the law here defaults to pets are allowed, not pets are not allowed. <laughs> and then you can allow them. It's now pets are allowed unless there's a specific bylaw that has been enacted since the new laws have come in on the 1st of May. Ah, oh, interesting. Yes, it's very interesting, very interesting. Did that mean that buildings that already had pet bans in place had to revisit that because the yep. legislation was retrospective and lifted the ban? That's exactly what it meant. It meant that you, mm. if you had some sort of, it wasn't just pets, but it was the most obvious one to talk about, pets, mm -hmm. you have to then at your next AGM 
what they call a bylaw consolidation, which means anything that was in your bylaws that doesn't now match the new regulatory environment, you have to change it. And you've got, you had to do that at the next AGM after the 1st of May last year. Mm. Very good. When we had our new legislation here in New South Wales in 2016, there was a requirement to review your bylaws within 12 months of the legislation taking effect. But that was about it. (laughs) That's all our legislation said. You must review. There are a lot of questions about what did that mean? Do we have to change them? The lawyer's answer was no, you don't. You just have to say that you have gone through that process of reviewing. And if you're happy with them, they can all stay the same. Um, So I think we may have missed a trick there in New South Wales. It was a similar discussion here, except the law was very clear that if your bylaws are a conflict with the new laws and regulations, then it is invalid. And Mm. we haven't had it tested yet in court. So that is yet to come. (laughs) Yes. Well, I know the few strata lawyers over there will be keeping busy for some time to come. What else is on the agenda for SCA WA, Catherine? It is still early enough in 2021. What exciting things do you have on the horizon to share with our listeners? We are lucky enough here to be having uh, face-to-face seminars. So mm-hmm. COVID hasn't impacted WA so extremely that we can't do that. So we are still continuing on with our um, seminars, which is great. So we've got a, quite a big schedule coming up in the next year. We actually are having a conference where we're all getting together and uh, that's called the Principals Retreat. So we're having that in Broome in a couple of weeks um, and that's the first time since COVID started that we've had a, an away moment. Great. <laughs> SCA is working hard on many levels. The biggest one though here and the biggest factor is just getting people to understand what strata is, that it is a thing and it's a profession. I mean, Mm. you and I know, Amanda, and the Strata Data Report from last year told us that it's a $1.3 trillion industry Australia-wide. And if you compare that with superannuation industry, that's $2.9 trillion assets under management. We could say that Strata is $1.3 trillion assets under management. So it's quite a big industry. And here, I tell people that I live in an apartment or, you know, that I work in Strata and there's blank looks, you know. So that's our biggest thing here. We've got to try and get the word out. Apartment living is wonderful. Community living has so many benefits. And uh, it's just that Perth is full of quarter-acre blocks that it hasn't become a common conversation. Mm. But I do expect that that is changing and it is definitely the right part of the country, if not the right part of the world, to be in at the moment and within the last 12 months. And I think you're seeing that reflected in your real estate sector. Mm-hmm. I did notice with some envy, I think you had your annual conference, your SCA annual conference last year in, in November 2020 when we were all cancelled everywhere else. <laughs> and I saw some photos on LinkedIn and I was... Uh, very jealous. <laughs> we managed a conference, we managed an awards, we just had a wonderful um, seminar on, we called it All Things Fire, so it was to do oh. with fire safety and um, fire maintenance and we had uh, the Department of Fire and Emergency Services gentlemen talk to us and we can do all of that face to face and we're very lucky, very lucky and we're not taking it for granted. <laughs> mm. Yep, excellent. You're definitely there at the right time. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today, Catherine. We will be watching what's going on in WA and with SCA with some interest, especially with this election coming up this weekend. Is there anything that you wanted to add before we wrap up and perhaps let our listeners know where they can get in touch with you or with SCA WA? 
Absolutely. Yes, look, Strata Community Association WA is here to help. We're here to help all levels of strata, people who live in strata, people who own strata, people who work in strata, people who manage strata. We want to be the place that you think of to come to. So please don't hesitate to pick up the phone. We're a phone call away or an email away and you can just go to strata.community. That's the website. There's no .com or .au or anything. It's just strata.community and you can find us through that. Perfect. I love it. We will put that link in the show notes. And another thing I'd like to mention is that there's the West Australian Apartment Advocacy Apartment Excellence Awards happening right now, in fact. So the um, submission period is open right now and it's going to be the first time we have dedicated apartment awards here in WA. So if anyone is listening in WA and you know of a great council of owners or a great apartment renovation or a great community that you would like to enter these awards, please do. SCA has negotiated a fee-free entry for two categories of this awards, so uh, Category 6 and Category 8. So um, please enter. The more people we can get into these awards and the more excellence we can celebrate, the more we can get the word out about how wonderful Strata Living is. Yes, I know the uh, Western Australian Apartment Advocacy headed up there by Sam Rees, who has been a past podcast guest and a summit guest expert in 2020. She's doing great work in that space. I'll make sure that I find the link for buildings for councils of owners to enter these awards and pop it in the show notes for this episode, which you can always grab over at yourstrataproperty.com.au forward slash podcasts. I will send you off to enjoy the rest of your day, Catherine, and hopefully I will see you in person sometime soon. It's been a while. Oh, I hope so too. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?